0: In this episode, we look at how to stop being selfish in your personal development. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and the word I might be the most important word in our vocabulary when it comes to personal development. It's a personal pronoun that places ourselves at the center of whatever it is we're saying. This is important. I've talked about the importance of self-care on this show before, and for good reason. Focusing on the self enables us to grow who we are when we feel depleted or stuck. But I becomes a problem when we let it be the center of our universe. After all, if life were one giant jigsaw puzzle and we only represented one piece of it, Too much focus on that single piece means missing out on the bigger picture. In our personal development journey, there is a desperate need for developing the ability to see the bigger picture, to see the world around us, consider the other people we share it with, and work towards a harmonious future for everyone involved. In order to get the most out of life, we need a keen understanding and consideration for other people. Looking at the world around us helps provide that perspective on our place within society. This is an important aspect of developing empathy towards others, but it's also a critical aspect in better developing empathy for ourselves. But this doesn't come easily. Why is that? But before we jump into the episode, I want to take a moment to share something I'm really excited about. One of the hardest parts of improving your life is actually sticking with the goals that you set. Think about it. First, you have to figure out where to start. Then you have to gain the confidence to actually take that first step. And along the way, you have to somehow avoid getting overwhelmed when life starts making things complicated. Yeah, it's really tough. There are an enormous amount of distractions out there, all seemingly designed to make you fail at your goals. That's exactly why I created my digital course, The Consistency Code. In the course, you'll learn why we struggle with consistency, Why willpower doesn't work, the first thing you should do after setting a new goal to increase your chances of success, and so much more. It's almost like having me take you by the hand and guide you step by step towards sticking with and finally achieving the goals you've set. So if you're ready to finally stick with your goals for the long term and actually start taking control of your life, Head over to ConsistencyCourse.com to learn more and enroll today. That's ConsistencyCourse.com or just click the link in the description of this episode. One potential reason that looking at the world around us doesn't come easy is quite honestly because humans are naturally selfish. That doesn't necessarily mean that we as individuals are selfish, but as a species, we are. We have to be. At the end of the day, survival and protection of the species, of the individual, is our prime objective. It's not something we can just turn off and on at will just because we personally feel like we want to be good people. Rather, this instinctive human trait emerges in a myriad of different ways that impact our relationships with one another. It's important to understand the delicate balance we play with the word I when it comes to ego. Not only does our ego perceive what is going on inside and outside of ourselves, but it also interprets them for us. The concept of an ego was introduced by Sigmund Freud and later explored by Carl Jung, among others. The basic idea argues that there are three dynamics within a single person. The first is the ego, which can also be seen as the perceiver or the interpreter. Then there's the id, which can be seen as our primitive desires. And then there's the superego, which can be seen as the ethical compass. One of the ego's main roles is to maintain the balance between the other two parts of our personality, the id and the superego. This balance helps determine whether or not we're able to differentiate between what really happened and what we wanted to happen. In other words, the strength of one's ego can lead people into seeing things as they want them rather than taking an objective look at reality. The Romans understood this idea on a really deep level. Did you know that when a Roman general returned from a victorious battle, someone's entire job was to go up to them and whisper the words, Remember, you are a man, in their ear? The idea was to take these leaders, people who have just achieved something big, who are now being treated as gods in the public forum, and remind them of their own mortality. It wasn't about dampening their triumphs, but about recognizing that our triumphs are rarely achieved entirely on our own. We are all made up of the experiences and people that we've come into contact with in our lives. Even the things that we have accomplished seemingly on our own were a result of the knowledge or ideas that we gained from others. This is the power of a society. It enables individuals to achieve great heights by standing on the shoulders of those who came before them. It's an incredibly important realization, but as we've said, it's not always easy to achieve. So how can we build this into our lives? How do we remind ourselves of our own humanity when faced with massive success or when faced with huge failure? The answer is really simple. Give to those around us. When we choose to give, we're instinctively serving others. When we give without the expectation of a return, there is an internal shift that is inherently gratifying. By putting ourselves into the service of others, we allow ourselves to recognize our place in the world. We start to understand that we are neither on top of or below anyone else, that the idea of a hierarchy is purely superficial and that we are all just squishy human beings standing next to each other. And how do we do this? Well, there are two simple options available to us each day, gratitude and service. First, the practice of gratitude. There are a few different ways to practice gratitude. One is to recognize the things we are grateful for to ourselves, but the other is to share what we are grateful for with others. The latter is what we want to do here. It can simply be saying thank you in person or even by email or text try reaching out to one person each day and saying thank you to them for something specific you'll both make their day and put a smile on their face but you'll also get your gratitude practice in for the day or you can do something to show your thanks like making dinner on a night you might not normally do so to thank your partner your roommate your spouse whomever you live with for what they do for being in your life Or you could also just do something random, like paying for the coffee of the person behind you in line. I've had this happen to me personally, and I can say that it has a way of putting an immediate smile on your face before you even realize it. So why not give that to somebody else? And the second thing we can do is the practice of service. Because within our local community, what needs are there? Is there a local charity we can serve? Is there a place that requires volunteers? Here's a quick process for figuring this out. One, research organizations operating near you. Two, find one that uses what you're passionate about or good at to serve others. And three, regularly commit to showing up. It's a pretty straightforward process. As we've seen, if we want to see real results in our own improvement, we need to recognize the role we play in the larger world around us. And the best way to do this is by serving others. If you take the time to practice giving gratitude and serving others around you, you'll start this process of redefining your relationship to the world, which will have a huge effect in your own empathy to yourself. Now, before we go, I want to bring your attention to another podcast that I think you'll enjoy. It's called The High Cost of Anonymity, and it's hosted by Preston Moore. Now, this podcast takes a pretty unique approach to its content where it aims to highlight the things we're missing out on or the things that others miss out on if we choose to stay silent about our stories. One episode I think you should listen to is titled, How Does Resistance Show Up in Your Life? Which is all about the idea of embracing struggle rather than fearing it. And you know how much I'm a fan of that kind of thing. So I encourage you to check out the podcast. It's called The High Cost of Anonymity. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, the last thing here before I let you go, I just want to encourage you to check out my course, head over to consistencycourse.com to learn more. It's all about how to be consistent, how to stick with the goals that you've set, how to stick with the behaviors that you've identified as being necessary to achieve those goals and how to finally start seeing the changes that you've been working so hard to build. Head over to consistencycourse.com to learn more. And as always, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.